The views and opinions of today's broadcast are not necessarily the views and opinions of the TJRS radio network. Thank you for being a loyal listener and enjoy the show. Online radio at its best. You are listening to the TJRS radio network. You may write me down in history with your bitter twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Good morning and welcome to the serious side of the Jay Ryle Show, the show where we discuss politics, social issues affecting people of color, and every now and then a little comedy as well. Now here's your host, Jay Ryle. Thank you for the wonderful introduction and good morning. Today is November 5th, 2023, the first November, uh, the first weekend in the, in the month of November, and here are the topics that we will discuss on this week's edition of the Serious Side of the Jay Rao Show. You just denied this lady a promotion. You did that. All of us are ready to promote her because she deserves to be promoted. She had nothing to do with this policy. Let's move now to that breaking news on Capitol Hill overnight. Embattled Republican George Santos surviving a vote led by members of his own party to expel him from Congress. I just look at like when, when it comes to when it comes to parents and kids. This is going to be a real war. It is, man. It is going to be a war because kids want to be loyal to their parents. And the problem is money is involved, and this money can change your parents' life, right. yeah. and they're going to use you to do it. Former President Trump is facing a new type of legal challenge. Six voters in Colorado filing a lawsuit Wednesday seeking to remove him from the state's election ballots. The suit says in part, quote, four years after taking an oath to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution as President of the United States. Online radio at its best. Psalm 46, verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. There is something about stillness. And I believe that this verse is calling us to be still before the Lord because we need to direct all of our attention, all of our focus on the Lord. And if you really think about it, when the Bible says, be still and know that I am God, it's really telling you to stop everything you're doing. Stop worrying. Stop fighting. Stop resisting and start yielding to God. Start listening to God. You see, when you spend time getting to know the Lord, when you spend time in the presence of Jesus Christ, you will truly be transformed. And I encourage you to desire and hunger for these types of rich encounters in the presence of God. Because it's only in those one-to-one -one intimate encounters that each of us can get a personal revelation of who God truly is. It's only in those one-to-one -one intimate encounters that each of us can be empowered and filled with courage. The courage to face the world and stand up for Christ. 
the courage to stand up to the devil and declare that Jesus Christ is Lord. The prophet Isaiah received a revelation that should inspire all of us to recognize God for who he truly is. Listen carefully to what Isaiah 45 verse 2 to 7 says. I will go before you and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron. I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places, that you may know that I, the Lord, who call you by your name, am the God of Israel. For Jacob my servant's sake and Israel my elect, I have even called you by your name. I have named you, though you have not known me. I am the Lord, and there is no other. There is no God besides me. I will gird you, though you have not known me, that they may know from the rising of the sun to its setting that there is none besides me. I am the Lord, and there is no other. I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create calamity. I, the Lord, do all these things. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two is the call. The number three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. It is the serious side of the J. Rowell Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS Radio Network, online radio. It's best, of course. I'm J. Rowell. Thank you for spending another Sunday with us, and we so appreciate it. And as always, I never share the stage by myself. My brother from another mother, the one and only Mr. L to the E to the S, is in the house. The man who gets the first and last word. Good morning, sir. How are you? Well, good morning, good morning, good morning to you, and well, good morning, Nestor, on, good morning, Rich Sister, on, good morning, Mama B, on, good morning, Kathleen, on, good morning, Real Dia, on, good morning, Mary the Music, and good morning, my brother Hawk, and good morning, my brother Jerome. The number is 347 and of course, if you've been listening to this show, it's the time of the show where we kind of rap and clap and talk about things that uh, did not make this morning's docket, but uh, you know, Mr. Elias, I want to start off on sports. Uh, Colorado, uh, you know, got their hat handed to them again last night. Um, oh, yeah. I turned yeah. it off before halftime. It's just, it's at a point now we're starting to get ridiculous, man. Your thoughts? Well, you know, something, man, they, you know, you knew this was going to happen. You know, they don't have the talent that the other team has, man, so it's kind of what it is, man. Once you know, I, I got to agree with Dion. Once, once, you know, you, you better get me now because once I get to a point where that I got the same kind of recruits you got, I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be in contingency with you. So I get it, I get it. They don't have the yeah. same quality for the defense. So I don't, and he's not making I don't any know, excuses. Man. I, I know. Uh, I mean, come on. You know, think about well, I, it. Took a, it took a lot of Jackson State players with it. A lot of. Oh, yeah, well, you know, we that's the point, though. I mean, yeah. Well, but that's but that's the point, though. I mean, the bottom line is you turned over the whole roster, and so at the uh-huh. beginning of the season, you know, uh, we here. I'm, don't let me get comfortable. You know, showing your watch. You can't. Let me tell you something, man. Listen, I don't have anything against being flamboyant, I guess, to a certain degree, but I'm old school. I'm from the Barry Sanders school of football. 
you know, just hand the referee the ball. You don't have to do all this because when you do these things and when stuff starts going south, people are coming after you. And so well, you got to figure now. You, you might be from the you might be from the Barry, Barry Sanders school of, of, of what's your name, but doing Barry Sanders uh, school, they didn't get these these deals. So now these it doesn't matter. It, it don't have anything to do with it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't have anything to do with that. Well, go ahead and finish it out, man, because I can't finish mine. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, when you do it, shows just watch or whatever. That's somebody paying them and doing somebody. This is what they're doing. That's, they're that's not it. He just stop, man. That is not what that okay. is. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. He's not getting. Stop. He's not getting. He's not. He's not getting endorsement money off. Who, okay, so who's endorsing him on the watch, Mister Elias? Who? I, I, you know, some. I, I, I'll look it up and I'll tell you. Why don't you look it up? Um, he's probably will. getting an endorsement he's, now, but he did not get an endorsement in the beginning. Stop. I follow he, that he, stuff he, religiously. <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> I watch okay. all the well-off okay. media videos. I'm on top okay. of it. He did not have okay. a, he did not have a watch endorsement deal before he did that. Now he may have picked up one after the fact. Yeah. Okay. He did not he have got, one. He got he got one now. That's the most important well, part. He's making yeah, but, but, okay, man. He's making uh, million dollars off of. My God, it doesn't have anything to do with that. It, what it has everything it to do. Oh, okay, fine, Mr. We're going to move on because, you know, your point is your point. I make my point. I can't make my point because you're jumping all down my throat. At the end of the day, I have my opinion. And my opinion is you yeah, can't sit here mine. and, well, then can I finish my thoughts, sir? That's all I'm asking. I didn't interrupt you. I let you finish your thoughts. Then when I came in, here you come. Can I just finish my thoughts? That's all I'm asking. Thank you very much. So my point is, is the fact of the matter is you have to be prepared for this. If you're going to sit here and, you know, talk about I'm comfortable, I'm coming and all these different things, then be prepared for what's going to happen next. And folks are taking their pop shots at you because you came out braggadocious. You're getting all the attention. You got all the people coming down to Colorado. You know, now all of a sudden you're not a very good football team. You're just not a very good football team. And so at the end of the day, we'll see. And you talk about Shador. I mean, this this kid has to get rid of the ball, too. A lot of those sacks he took, he's running around. Dude, throw the ball away. It's simple. So we'll see. This is going to test Deion Sanders' coaching ability. Because this is the most games he's lost at any level. So we'll see. We'll see. The big thing is they need to make a bowl game, I think. Because at the end of the day, recruits are looking at this. And so, you know, at the end of the day, they want the one line. Of course he did. Yeah, he did. He's signed more than one. He has an offensive lineman coming, too. He has an offensive lineman coming, too. So, yeah. But at the end of the day, dude, people want to see winners. When you start getting people turning against you, you are going to have some issues. Hey, look, I wish him well. I hope it works out. But sometimes humble pie is in order, too. Right? So a story we didn't talk about last week that I definitely want to talk about during this session is what's happening with the Supreme Court. You know, so now Congress, the Democrats, are trying to put rules in place, and they're trying to subpoena these uh, donors, these Republican donors that come before Congress, and uh, talk about, okay, what exactly did you give the Supreme Court justices? And I guarantee you that the Republican Party, under this new speaker, they're going to block it. This country disgusts me, man. Your thoughts on this? This is ridiculous. Totally. Yeah, ridiculous. You know, so, 
I mean, they, of course they're going to block it because these are the people that are going to pass the laws for them that, that, that are going to hurt you. So what, what, what do you think they're going to do? One hand washes the other. This is politics, man. This is how they're getting down. But they won't even police themselves. Okay. Steve Roberts, he has the ability. To? He has the ability to put standards in place. Why won't he do it? They are one of the most popular, one one of the least popular branches of government. I mean, what what are we doing, man? This is common sense stuff. Common sense. Come on, man. Well, I, I, okay, you think the Supreme Court?
I mean, come on, man. I don't know if you heard it. Did you hear the tape? Yeah, I heard it. Mm-hmm. I heard it. You heard you heard the things that she said to her staff? Yeah, I heard. <laughs> I've heard. You know. Okay. And what, what do you want me to say? I mean, you know, she's. I mean, it was disgusting what she said, but you know, hey, man. Yeah. You know, they, 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 if, I, if it was me, I'd have probably cussed out. I, I probably would have. I'd, I'd have went off and lost my job. Because if you talk to me like that, I'm not going to stand there and take, take that. And if you got a problem with that, we're going to blow. I'm a, I, you know, you cuss me out, I'm going to cuss you right back out. And I lose my job, but you're not going to talk to me like I'm a little bitty child. So if, they, if you put up with it, you put up with it. God bless you. I'm not going to do that. You know, bottom line, you can't talk to me like I'm a child. And you're not going to tell me, you're not going to cuss at me. And I got up in her face and pointed my finger and said, if I lose my job, I'm going to knock your ass out. How about that? <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, Mr. Elias, uh, Mr. Uh, I don't even know how to respond to that. Okay. Well, thank you, Mr. Elias, yeah, for your thoughts. If you don't like your job, I'm doing Get rid of him. Get rid of him. Don't talk to me like I'm a child. I'm not a child. You're not going to talk to me like that. Well, not only did she talk to him like they, that they were children, she actually berated them, man. She was calling them dumbasses. I mean, it's just, it was pathetic. And, you know, for her to, you know, I don't know, man. I just, you know, you walk around here, oh, you want to hug George Floyd's family. You want to do all these things. And then you're talking about your staff members behind their back, you know, Un, you know, behind closed doors, talking to them like their kids, talk, berating them like they're just the dumbest people on the face of the planet. And more than likely, her staff looks like her. So it's just crazy, mm-hmm. man. And I just lost so much respect for her. But unfortunately, you know, who else we're going to vote to put in office? You know, the other candidates are just not up to par. It's just ridiculous. But it just goes to show you, you know, people are who they are. And you just can't be putting your trust in man or woman. So it's just crazy, man. So, all right, it is time for an NPR News update. We'll step out, take a break. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. We'll be right back to do the heavy lifting of the show. Don't go anywhere. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Louise Giovanni. In the Gaza Strip, early today, Palestinian officials say warplanes struck a refugee camp, killing and wounding dozens of people. Israel yesterday had opened a fire-free window for safe evacuations from Gaza, leading to the south, but it appears few people knew about it or were able to take advantage of it. On the border between Israel and Lebanon, the Israeli military and Iranian-backed Hezbollah militias continue to exchange fire, this after warnings from Hezbollah's leader that a wider war is possible possible, Jawad Rizkala has that story. Since Hezbollah chief Hassan Nasrallah's speech on Friday, his group has made several attacks against Israeli soldiers. These have been followed by Israeli counterattacks. On Saturday, Hezbollah fired its surveillance equipment at various points on the border. Late that night, they attacked a group of Israeli soldiers in a house at the Israeli border town of Metula. They claimed confirmed casualties, which the Israeli army denies. Israel responded with artillery strikes on positions in southern Lebanon and claimed they hit infrastructure, rocket warehouses, and compounds. This led to one reported death for Hezbollah. Nearly 60 Hezbollah fighters have been killed over the last month. For NPR News, I'm Jawadrat Allah in Beirut. In an unannounced visit to the occupied West Bank, Secretary of State Antony Blinken is meeting with the Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas 
It's Blinken's second visit to the region since war broke out nearly a month ago. A spokesperson says Blinken told Abbas the U.S. is committed to working toward the establishment of a Palestinian state. The BBC's Mike Thompson reports. After talking to a range of Arab leaders in Jordan on Saturday, Secretary of State Blinken is now in the occupied West Bank for the first time since the war in Gaza began. His talks with the Palestinian President Mahmoud Abbas are thought to have included the possibility of the PA playing a significant role in governing the enclave when the conflict is over. Mr. Blinken is now due to travel onto Turkey, which has been highly critical of Israel's bombardment of Gaza. Arab foreign ministers are demanding an immediate ceasefire, but the Secretary of State has made clear he favors brief humanitarian pauses instead to allow the safe delivery of aid. The BBC's Mike Thompson. At the Florida Republican Party's Freedom Summit last night, GOP presidential hopefuls mounted arguments for the nominee not to be former President Trump. Candidate Chris Christie told booing Trump loyalists. The problem is you fear the truth. The problem is you want to shout down any voice that says anything different than what you want to hear. The former President Trump later took the stage with his signature message. The whole thing is a lie. The whole election was a lie. Trump last night officially filed papers to be on Florida's primary ballot. This is NPR News in Washington. The NAACP is committed to equality for all people, especially the equality of foundational black Americans. Every other child gets a chance at economic equality. Every other child gets a chance at living the best life they possibly can. Doesn't he deserve a chance to? Learn more at NAACP.org. Online radio at its best. You just denied this lady a promotion. You did that. All of us are ready to promote her because she deserves to be promoted. She had nothing to do with this policy. Let me say it again. Everybody in this body could find an issue with any administration they don't agree with. And what we're going to do is open up Pandora's box. Today is abortion policy. If we take back the White House, we'll go back to the Mexico City policy, limiting dollars to be given to overseas entities that are engaged in the abortion business. Some pro-choice people don't like that. What would happen? Welcome back in. 347 That was South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham uh, on the Senate floor in the chambers. Uh, making some pretty poignant remarks towards Alabama Senator uh, Tommy Tumbleville, the former uh, head football coach, who's blocking promotions of military uh, leaders because the bill, because the military has uh, a policy that allows military service members to go to other states to get abortions. And so since he's against abortion, since he's pro-life, he's blocking this bill and uh, it's putting our military in dire straits. Uh, the first time in hundreds of years that uh, Marine have, the Marine Corps has gone without a commandant. Uh, once again, over 300 positions being held up by this bigger fool in Congress. And 
Mr. Elias, man, you know, as a former service member, when I look at this stuff and see all the shenanigans that are going on, the way the Constitution is written, you know, the military or our armed forces, um, you know, we have civilian leadership in place. But at the end of the day, you know, I cannot, I'm pretty sure our forefathers never thought that some uneducated former head football coach would be sitting in, in the Senate. And when they asked this fool about, you know, listen, uh, we have a Marine general who just had a heart attack because he's trying to fill two positions at one time. And this fool says something along the lines of, I'll oh, give me a break. He's working a lot of long hours. He would be working those hours if he had the, the same job. You just have to step up and do the job. I used to work long hours. You know, I used to do this. Now, the only experience that he has is a head football coach. So he's comparing being a head football coach <laughs> to being a general in the Marines and being a commandant of the Marine Corps. I have no words, man. Your thoughts. Mr. Elias? You know you're pretty bad if the Republican Party starts speaking against you. That 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 tells you that that's how bad you are. Because at some point in time, Trump has <laughs> you know they, they all the stuff that Trump has done, they have never said anything against this guy. They they, they not at least you know not out in public. They'll they'll keep protecting him, but. At some point in time, you know you have got to be pretty bad if your own party berates you. That's how bad this is, that your your own party is berating you in today's climate. This is how this is how dumb and stupid this guy is to sit there and, and mess with the military like he's messing with them. This is this is hey, this this is my point about you guys not getting out to vote. You guys should never put Tommy Tuberville in place because he's for him to sit there and compare being a head football coach over so many men as compared to being a commandant over an entire military, you have got to be the dumbest ass person in life. You have got to, there's, there's nobody dumber than you in this lifetime. You are dumb. You are dumb, and, and it's not going to be anybody too dumb, much more dumber than you are. You are, you are dumb. You're, he's a dumb person, man. And for him to sit there and block this because the military won't say, I'm going to stop people from going here and doing that, which is we're a free country. Come on, man. This is, this is dumb. It's this guy, and, you know, he needs, he needs to be out of office. They need, they need to expel him. They need to get him out of office. They do. Well, they do. Well, you know, it, it's, a, it's a damn shame. It, it really and truly is a damn shame. But this goes back to what I've always said. You know, to me, it's like with Trump. There's no reason uh, under any circumstance that this guy should have ever been elected president, but it's a popularity contest. People know who Donald Trump is. Oh, Donald Trump, he's a rich businessman. He's, you know, he, uh, he was on The Apprentice. Oh, we need a business person in the White House. And it just goes to show you how ridiculous that, you know, uh, how ridiculous this country is. It really goes to show how ridiculous this country is. 
The fact that this guy became president of the United States and the fact of the matter of Tommy Terrigan, this guy never did anything from a political standpoint. He was a head football coach, and because he was very popular, because he had name recognition, they voted this fool in the office. And this is what you get. And I promise you that none of his constituents are paying attention to this. None of them. The, the, the GOP is supposed to be the party of the military and the police. And these guys have done the complete opposite. The complete opposite. And so now you're in a situation where we have vacancies. This country is not involved directly in these wars, but we have what's going on in Ukraine, which you really don't hear anything about Ukraine because of what's happening in Israel. But you have all this activity going on. You have, you know, these confrontations with China. You have all these different things going on, and we need to be at our best. And at the end of the day, we have this big-eared, redneck clown holding up military promotions. It's, it's a damn shame. Let's bring in our big sis, Miss Vanessa May Belly from the Macanellis in the house. Good morning, Vanessa. How are you? Good morning. I think I'm scared to step in. Cause y'all Good morning, are... Vanessa. Good morning, Les. Y'all are renting and raving this morning, so good morning. Well, good morning to you, but it's just, it's, it's, it's depressing when you have idiots in charge. These people, yeah. you know, they make decisions on behalf of American citizens. You know, you have soldiers who are in harm's way. You have these clowns in charge. It's a clown show. And it's like, what can you do about it? Because the system is so jimmy-rigged, there's no, to me, there's no ending. None. How do you get past this? Because gerrymander is not going anywhere. You know, before we jumped into the show, Mr. Elias, me and Mr. Elias, we were talking about the nonsense that's going on at the Supreme Court. I mean, what, what can you do? That, that's unbelievable right there. And I just heard about that about 2 o'clock in the morning when I was listening. Uh, I just can't believe they're going to get away with all of this. And they are. And it, and people are not even paying attention to it, and it's really ridiculous. What would they do if they weren't paying attention, though, Vanessa? If they weren't paying attention, what would they do? Nothing. They, so they want to get out and vote for the mayor. Mm-hmm. So what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, but, but, right. but wait a minute. But see, okay, wait a minute. To me, that's, there are two different questions there. Okay, so what would they do if they were paying attention? If they had any scruples, they would do the right thing. You would right. like to think that you know. Come on, man. It's bribery. But someone Look. paying you to go on vacation. <laughs> they're they're paying for your mama's house. They're doing all these different things. And people think that's right. People have their political parties. Look, they have their, they have they have their lines drawn in the sand. I guarantee you that had President Obama done any of this stuff, they'd be jumping off the highest building in the land, going completely off. It's all about mm-hmm. political party. They don't give a damn about anything else. Go ahead, Mr. Elliott. Well, you know something, man. I, I, I watched something where, where a guy said he didn't care if Trump was in hell. He would go down to hell and pull a lever for Trump to vote for him. These people are in a cult, man. 
whether y'all realize that or not, these people are in a cult. And they're not going to change who they are. They're not going to change how they vote. They're not going to do any of that stuff. They're going to keep voting for this guy, and they're going to keep giving him, they're going to keep giving him a way in. So as far as that goes, you know, man, look, these people, they, they don't care nothing. Can y'all believe that he is in so much trouble with so many charges and stuff against him that there are people who still would like to see him in office? Mm-hmm. I find that to be like, y'all are the stupidest SOBs I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> if this man got this many charges and y'all don't think that he is guilty of any of them or even that he deserves to be in the White House. And so I just look at them like, really, and keep right on rolling. Because at this point in the game, I just don't know what we can do as a people if we can't get um, people to stop voting party over people. And until we can get that changed, we're just up creek. That's all I can say about that. Because I've been listening to people. You know, they don't, as a matter of fact, just in the last two or three years of me traveling, and I've been blessed to do a lot these last couple of years, there's only one news station, no more than two. But on the last cruise I was on, there was only one news station on that one. And then on the cruise before that, it was only one news station on that one. So they have really Let me guess. Cut. Fox. No. Oh, it wasn't no. Fox News? Oh, wow. Yes. I'm shocked. Yes. No, no. Guess what's so surprising it is? It was CBS, like Channel 11, like CBS here, Jay. It was CBS, like a regular news channel. It wasn't okay. political. So they talked about well, both Saint, sides. Oh, well, St. Clair, but see, but St. Clair, uh, they own all the news, uh, all these news but uh, still, companies what I'm saying, anyway. It, it wasn't Fox and it wasn't a CNN or MSNBC. It was just, on the last one, it was just a CBS, meaning, y'all, that it was just a regular uh, right. news channel like in your city. So yeah. it wasn't for either party. They just talked to right. me. Trump brothers are on the stage, da 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 They didn't say, shame on the Democrats for doing this or shame on the Republicans. No, it was just right. neutral. And I thought that was interesting. So I we looked at that, but that's all the news we got was neutral news on that last cruise. I thought it was pretty interesting. Well, you know, know, and I think there's a reason for that, too, because you have all these people in close quarters, you know. I mean, if you start putting all this political stuff in place, then you may have some conversations on the deck, and then people don't want that to happen, you know, because there's really no place for you to go. So maybe maybe that's the reason why they did it. Um, You know, just, hey, we'll give you news. We just... You're breaking up. What did you say? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm moving around. I, I agree with that. I agree that the particular last one was a party cruise. It was a five-day. It was just people partying, walking around in costumes for a week. Um, but the other cruise wasn't, and, and sure enough, it, they didn't have it either. So I don't know. I, I don't know. The one in, in December is going to be like an eight-day, so it's going to be a pretty long cruise, and it's going to be some snubbed people on there, and I'm traveling with my you know, my, my Helen, my, my white Republican. So that's going to be interesting. As a yeah. matter of fact, yeah. the next two weeks is going to be interesting because we're staying at my timeshare in San Diego. And they got a room. I got a room. They got a bathroom. I got a bathroom. So my rule is going to be 
You can listen to whatever news channel you want to listen to in your room. I'm going to listen to whichever one. I want to be in my room. But when we're in the den or the living room area that the condos don't have, it has to be a local news channel. That's going to be the rule. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Good luck with that. Good luck with um, that. That's my condo. They don't have to do that. Well, that's true. I just said good luck with with that, and you know we'll see how it all shakes out. Hopefully, it'll, hopefully it'll you know it'll be okay. Yeah. But uh, but 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 anywho, you know. But the bottom line is that when it comes to what's happening with the military promotions and this idiot from uh, Alabama, that you know, what I but it goes back to amendments to the Constitution. And things of that nature, I can't understand why they can't make adjustments and say, look, you know, when the founding fathers wrote this document called the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, when all those documents were written, uh, there was no TikTok. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There was no, uh, what's it called, a crypto or whatever. Um, there was none of this stuff. And so you have to change things for the times. And I just can't understand how, you know, folks in Congress won't do this. I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think they're going to Yeah, but I still can't understand why the founding fathers put a limit on the presidency, but they allowed, you know, senators and people to retire until they drop dead. I still won't get that. I don't, I, I just that's don't what understand. That's what a power lies. Yeah, but 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 wait a minute. But see, but but wait a minute. Now, according to the founding fathers, the reason why, you know, and I think George Washington was the person that said, "Look, you know what? No, this is a democracy. We do not want to replicate what we just fought to become independent of. So, no, we're not going to be ran or ruled by one person. So that's why we put a limit on it. But good gracious, I don't think they had the foresight to think that. Yeah, okay, you're right. But the power, like you say, Mr. Elias, it lies in those other freaking uh, branches of government. So I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure they wasn't thinking along those lines. Mm-mm. I mean, come on. This is crazy. This is crazy. It's nonsense. And it continues to happen, and nothing is going to change. Like Vanessa said, where, okay, so where is the end of the rope? Where is the end of the line? When does this nonsense end? It won't. And it's getting worse. Mm-hmm. It is, it's good, it's good. and it's going to continue to get worse as long as you as long as you got people that idolize Donald Trump like they idolize him. It's going to continue to get worse, and that's that's just a, that's the natural fact of things. That's the way to order things. As long as they keep idolizing this guy and keep putting him on a pedestal, then that's what they, that's what's going to happen. Can I ask a question? Yes. So I apologize, and I miss y'all when I'm not here. And I don't know if y'all have discussed my question. If you have, don't chew me out. Just please answer my question because I've been dying to ask y'all this. So what do y'all think about Mike Pence dropping out of the race? I I couldn't wait to ask y'all. I mean, Mr. Elias, you can go first. I mean, it's, I don't. Um, there's nothing real. It wasn't. It wasn't a total shock. It wasn't something yeah. that was not unexpected. Um, yeah. he, he had really? no. He had no pathway. Come on, he had no pathway to the to yeah. the to the, 
come on, none of those none of those guys got a pathway to uh to 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 win the presidency or, or win the nomination for the Republican yeah. Party. None of those guys do. Yeah. So it wasn't a total yeah. shock. <sighs> yeah. Not a news. Not a news flash to me. This early in the game. Well, well, the numbers. Well, well, the numbers prove that. Vanessa, I'm not sure why you were shocked. I mean, he wasn't getting any traction. He's, you know, he's he was down there. He he didn't he he only registered single digits. You know, the next one's going to be Chris Christie. I mean, he's at the bottom of the pack, but he don't care. He's going out. Well, but he's, you know, but the thing I will say about him is he is throwing, he is throwing swords. I don't give a damn. If you heard the news, you heard the news at the top of this set, you heard him like, hey, you guys can boo all you want. You just don't want to hear uh, someone talk about your king. The truth of the matter is this guy is, uh, he's an indicted, he's an indicted uh, freaking candidate. And you guys are going to vote for this fool. So I, I like did Chris ask Christie. my Republican friend that I was traveling with what they thought about that. And since Mike Pence about has dropped out, about Mike Pence oh, okay. dropping out, who does they think would be a better candidate? And are y'all ready to hear what she told me? She thought this was the wife, not the husband. I don't talk politics with him. So she said she really was curious to see what Nikki Haley had to say. That she yeah, kind of liked one. her. Yeah. Really? That's not surprising either. Yeah, because you know, because of the Republican uh the Republican debates, she seems to be the adult on the stage, but once again it's like choosing the lesser of two evils. She's still who she is. I mean, you know, it's like when Lindsey Graham made those comments about, you know, Senator Tuberville Tuberville, you know, uh yeah, right. Okay. Great. But like you know, like the old saying says, a broke clock is right twice or twice, what is it, twice during the day, twice a day or whatever the case may be. So who cares? So he's still he's still who he is. The Republicans are still who they are. Mitt Romney, oh Mitt Romney stood up, man, please, he's still a Republican. Mm-hmm. So 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 what's the deal? And I don't have a problem. Listen, like this country needs two healthy political parties, right? I mean that's just the way it is. Compromise. It's like being in a marriage, Vanessa. You know this. You know you have to compromise. You can't have everything your way. It needs to be a balance. Okay, I'm with you on that. But when you're doing things that you know that are borderline illegal and unethical, that's where I have a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you won't stand up. They they just won't say anything. They it's not that they don't have a problem. Well, that's that's worse. Silence is is worse. Well, I'm not going to say anything. Well, you do need to say something. Be quiet. Because if you're quiet, that means you endorse it. Say something. You yep. haven't heard any of these Republican senators go after the folks who are threatening these, uh, uh, threatening the judge in these cases. They're not saying anything. Nothing. So I mean, you know, you know, whatever. I mean, it's just crazy. It's nuts for people to even think that this is okay, and they think it's okay. There's, there's no doubt about it. They think it's okay because they're not saying anything. So at the end of the day, you just have to, you know, you have to assume that they don't have a problem with it. All right, so this past week, a legendary Indiana basketball coach, Bob Knight, died at the age of 83. Um, 
Bobby Knight was a controversial figure to say the least. You know, being from Indiana, would always root for the Hoosiers, but there was always this love-hate relationship with Coach Knight. He was a disciplinarian. Of course, me being a military guy, there were some things that I thought he did good, but there was also some things that were questionable. So in this week's edition of In Four Minutes or Less, something that you need to know, we'll take a look at the fiery former Indiana head basketball coach. He wasn't a teddy bear. It's convenient time. In Four Minutes or Less, something that you need to know here. We'll be right back after this. Bobby Knight was no teddy bear. Famed coach of the Indiana Hoosiers and USA Olympic men's basketball team died this week at the age of 83. He won 902 NCAA basketball games with his teams, a record at the time, a dozen Coach of the Year awards, 11 Big Ten championships, three NCAA championships, and an Olympic gold medal. Bobby Knight also once threw a chair across the court during a game to protest a foul call. He was charged with assaulting a police officer in Puerto Rico while coaching the U.S. team at the Pan American Games. He was known to grab his players by the jersey and yell into their faces when he thought they'd let him down. He seized one player, Neil Reed, by his throat at practice, and later twisted the arm of a student he passed on campus who did not call him Mr. Knight. Indiana University canceled Mr. Knight's contract after that after 29 years. Bobby Knight also insisted his players attend classes. Most of them graduated in contrast to the one-and-done that's customary at top basketball schools now. He didn't bend rules to recruit promising high school stars to his school, was generous with charities, and wrote handwritten notes to fans. He also, and you can hear how also's begin to add up, had a cruel and stupid remark about sexual assault in a television interview. One of his former championship players, Todd Jadlow, wrote that Bobby Knight broke a clipboard over his head, grabbed his waist so hard he left bruises, and once squeezed his groin during a timeout. Bobby Knight could also be difficult to quote because he was notably profane. But he also once reflected on sports writers by saying, all of us learned to write in the second grade, most of us go on to greater things. I have quoted that line a lot at literary festivals. It gets huge applause, especially from writers. He was smart, energetic, and creative about the game of basketball. Many great players and coaches and fans speak of him with affection and respect. Bobby Knight didn't fulminate and fling around chairs because he was anxious to make some advance in the fight against a deadly disease or the survival of an embattled nation, but to win a basketball game. And he won plenty. But you might wonder if he couldn't have done that without the threats, the bullying, the tossing of chairs and grabbing the throats of athletes who gave their all to play well for him. George Santos survived this Republican-led effort to kick him out of Congress and ended up doing so by a comfortable margin. The vote to expel him would have required two-thirds of the House, and with the support of most Republicans who need Santos's vote in their slim majority, and also 30 Democrats, Santos was able to hold on to his New York congressional seat, at least for now. 
Now, this all comes after Santos was indicted on 23 federal charges, including for fraud and falsifying a loan, to which he pled not guilty last week. And he's been under constant fire for lies about his background, everything from where he went to college, where he worked, even falsely claiming that his mother survived the 9-11 attack. Now, for his part, Santos argued that kicking him out of Congress without his being convicted of anything would set a dangerous precedent. Being expelled from this body means that my voters are silenced. That is not true. That is not correct. That is not how we go about removing members from Congress. We do that by election, by winning and losing elections. Welcome back in. It's uh, 48 minutes after the hour. You listen to the serious hours of Jerry Rouse Show with Jeff Henry. Sunday morning right here on the TJRS Radio Network online radio uh, at its best. It's hard to laugh. It's hard to maintain your laughter when you listen to people like George Santos says things like, well, you know, if you expel me from office, my constituents are silenced. You know, he hasn't done anything since he's been there. He's another Jim Jordan. You know, Jim Jordan has a passive bill for his constituents. And so now this guy who sits around and lies about his resume, lied that his mother died in. How can you lie to your mother? She died during 9-11. He's been charged. He's been indicted. And he survives. He survives the vote to uh, expel her from Congress. That was initiated by Republicans. By fellow Republicans. See, the New York Republicans are nervous because they know that they won in a Democratic stronghold because people really wasn't paying attention. Everybody's paying attention now because of old George. And so what they're trying to do is save face and say, look, we agree with you, you know, fellow New Yorkers. This guy shouldn't be in Congress. Will this be enough to save their seats? Because, listen, that's the reason why the Republicans, I mean, the Republicans are in charge well, I shouldn't say this. This is not the reason why they have the speaker's gavel. The reason they have the speaker's gavel is because they cheat. But let's take that away for a moment. You know, had, you know, the New York, people in New York would have, you know, voted Democrats in uh, like they usually do. Uh, you know, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But nevertheless, Vanessa, I heard you talking. Bottom line is, is that he survived the vote. Because, you know, once again, it's party over country. Because they know that if they expel if they expel them from Congress, then and they have a, you know, have another vote. And guess what? They can't wait to get that fool out of office. But here we go again. That's the song that the uh, Osley Brothers. We should play that. Here we go again. Because that's what's going on. Here we go again. Same old nonsense. From the greatest country of all time, and that's your thoughts. Jeez. I, you know, <laughs> Jay, don't even make me talk about these folks on a Sunday morning. It's, I don't understand. I, I'm so, you know what? I guess so I'm what? more upset because I don't hear Democrats and I don't read anything on social media where anybody's upset about any of this stuff that's going on. So, just an example. What social media post- are you reading? I mean, when you mean Democrats, like- you mean like Democratic? You mean like you're talking about just regular citizens, or you're talking about you know people in Congress? I'm talking about regular people. I know okay. they don't want to go gotcha. to jail, but they could at least okay. make a comment 
like, I can't believe this kind of stuff is happening or, wow, 26 indictments. Oh, just any kind of a comment that won't get them in trouble. I'm not reading anything on my page. I don't – I made a post. Early voting in such and such a day, go pick the lesser of the two evils because, you know, some people don't like Sheila Jackson Lee. Some people don't like Whitmire because he backs Republicans. Uh, so I got two click likes on there, and two people, I think, said I've already early voted. These people are not saying anything. And let me tell you something. This uh, homestead exemption that we get in Texas, that's for young people, Jay. We already got our houses. I'm not buying another one. So I don't care about the homestead exemption. I do, but I don't. Really to help these youngsters that's trying to get a house. You think they said anything about voting? When I went to the voting poll on Friday and the line was long that we had to stand in, you think I saw anybody that was real young, like my daughter's age in her 30s? Nope, I did not. So then when I say, y'all get out there and vote for the teachers, so let's talk about that for a minute. So I was sitting next to a teacher last night who is our nephew. He was at the party. His fiance, she was at the party sitting next to y'all. And she was sitting there, and I said, did you go vote? Because they got the thing going on where the teachers can get a raise. Do you know what that girl said to me? And she's a friggin' teacher. She said, no, I didn't go in early vote yet. And I'm not real interested in the political side of what they're doing for teachers because I don't believe we're going to get it. But your dumb ass hasn't went to go vote yet. See, see? That's what get me. I'm not a school teacher. I don't deal with these ignorant little badass children running around beating up teachers. But you do, and you don't have enough sense to make sure that you go and early vote for your own self to get a raise. Oh, my God. These people are crazy. I couldn't believe that girl said that to me last night. She's like, I don't really believe it's going to happen. So, no, I haven't been paying it any attention. And blah. Y'all, I am through. Through. I would have been the first well, one in line, whether it went through or not. I would have been one of the first people in line for early voting to get that pass. But, but. Of the state income tax. They don't even know that on the ballot, one of the propositions is for Texas to get state income tax. Texas doesn't even have one. So I mentioned that to one of them last night, and they were like, well, what's the state income tax? I said, you know what? You're almost 40 years old. Google it. When I tell you these yeah. children. Don't have it. They ain't got good. They don't have it, y'all. They don't have it. And I but, was around them last night, and I was asking questions. I just couldn't believe it. Okay. Well, but but you know, Mr. Elias, I mean, I hear what you're saying. But the political process, I mean, people lose faith in it. I mean, that's a part of the long range game. That's a part of the chess, not checkers piece of it. You know, you keep but throwing you all these monkey wrenches in the process. But Jay, they need to tell their children to all of you at the sound of my voice that are grown. Your child might not, or your great-grandchild might not understand, oh, I don't like those people running for mayor. That's not the only thing that's on the ballot. And people I, need to educate their children because they don't you're know. Preaching to, you're preaching to the choir, Vanessa. I'm preaching to the adults that are listening to our well, Facebook page, that are listening to our podcast right now. That's who I'm Okay, to. well fine. I mean that's great. You're you're that's great. But you know, once again you're you're preaching to the choir. At the end of the day, Miss Delias, you know, she says she's surprised. I don't know why she's surprised. I mean, you know, once again, this is a part of the process. This is the part of this is the reason why you gerrymander stuff so people can lose faith in the process. If people lose yeah. faith in the process, they're not going to go and vote. Like, why am I going to vote? My vote's not going to make a difference. And even though you can preach and yell at the top of your lungs, you need to go vote. 
you know, proofs in the pudding. Proofs in the pudding. Well, and at the end of the day, that's just the way it is. Here's one point. When we're talking about George Santos, why did, why did, why did some, some Democratic uh, congressmen vote that he should stay in office? Well, yeah, well, they said the reason why the Democrats voted for this was because they were like, look, let do, you know, he's, he is, uh, you know, he has to have his day in court, you know, let him go through the due process, you know, and so that's the reason why they voted for it, you know, but, but once again, this is what you talk about all the time. Well, this is what you talk about all the time. Would have said, okay, yeah, let them have their due process. Hell no. No, well, see, that's, that's, that's what, what, that's I'm, what saying, I'm saying. Man. Hell to the no, no, no. No, but, but you yeah, know, we, that, that, that kind of goes back to what you were saying about the Michelle Obama line. You know, Mr. Elias, like, they go high, they go low, we go lower. You know, we laugh at that, but, you know, that's the part of it that we're talking about. You know, Democrats always want, they always want to be the adult in the room. But what they're saying makes sense, but at the end of the day, you can't bring a knife to a gunfight. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I agree wholeheartedly. Bottom line, right, they should not have a due process. But, Chance that that that, that when the climate that we in, we play the same game they play. You just play it colder than they are. I mean, if you're gonna be a pimp, I'm gonna be a colder pimp than you've ever been. I'm gonna be cold. You're gonna be a pimp. I'm gonna be cold to you. Yeah. Well, Still you know, cold, I mean, but... pimp, go ahead, because Bobby's up here laughing at you. Mm-hmm. You gotta be cold. <laughs> yeah. You gotta be cold. You gotta be cold. Oh my goodness. Seriously, I mean, you can't say that. Oh, let's give them a chance to keep screwing us over. That's okay. They they wouldn't do it to us. They wouldn't elect Supreme Court justice with 20 days left in the in, in an election cycle. They would never do that to us. Come on, man. Yeah. You got to be cold towards them. They call you be cold. That's yeah. not, I mean, but that's, that's the, the thing that Jerome is, I totally agree with Jerome about. Is that the Democrats just, they make my butt hurt because they're always so nice, and they have to be the adult in the room. If they started treating the Republicans like they treated us, I don't think the Democrats would get walked over. I think that if we realize that the Democrats are just wusses, I think that other people know it too on the Republican Party, and that's the reason why they do them like they do them. I really believe that. And I believe that, like Jerome says, Democrats need to stop being so nice. Sometimes you got to stand your ground and say, you know what, that's dirty, I'm sorry, get the hell out. I just I just get sick of them. Sometimes I'd be like, I just sometimes I do. I just get sick of them. Like, okay, Republicans run over them because I, you know, they're not doing anything. They're not standing up for anybody or anything. So I'm just sick of them. I really am. If they had a different kind of party other than Republican or Democrat, that out, you know, I I, I probably would go that way because I'm just sick of the, Repub- the Democrats. I am, and I'm sick of voting well, to try to help these young people who could give a damn about their own life. Well, you can vote independent, right? I mean, you know, independent. I'm thinking about that. Yeah, yeah I voted. I, I voted on Tuesday. I was going to pay my taxes, and they had early voting out there. I wouldn't vote. I wouldn't vote last Friday. You know, I was like, yeah, because we got election here Tuesday, so I wouldn't vote last Friday, man. So, you know, bottom line, people get out and vote. You got you have no you have no excuse not to get out and vote, but you will have one 
if the Republican Party get back in place, because they ain't going to allow your black asses to vote no more. <laughs> You're having to see yeah. then. Yeah, so... But here's the key, you know, but here's the deal. You know, you know, George Santos may have avoided, uh, you know, this round, but there's another round coming up in a few more weeks because there is an investigation going on by the House, by the House Ethics Committee. And so once that vote is complete, then based on their recommendations, uh, then more than likely there will be another vote for expulsion, and we'll see what happens. But, but at the end of the day, you know, you, you think about this stuff and, you know, what type of example are we setting for our kids? You know, when, but when you... If, if, what? If, he, if he goes through and makes makes it through this cycle, he'll have a pension for life. <laughs> he'll have, have a pension for life. life. Well, well, you're saying, that, oh, yeah, because no. if he gets expelled, well, I don't know how that works if for for expulsion. I imagine I they, thought, they should I, take it away, but I don't know. I mean, I have no idea. I, but I thought if you made it through your, your your complete cycle, you got your pension for life. Well, that's I, that's I you got well, well, that's yeah. yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. I think that you're probably correct in that. As far as if you get exposed, that's one thing. But you know, if you know, if you go through your cycle and you know you just happen to lose the election, then you know you're right. You get a pension for life. But let's hope that the you know let's hope that the judicial system you know do what it needs to do and uh, hold them accountable. You know, stop letting these people get away with murder. I mean, it's just ridiculous how these guys can do these things and nothing happens. And they continue to to, to get away with this nonsense. So let's just hope, like I said, the judicial system steps up and, you know, do the right thing. And look, I'm I'm prayerful that that would happen. But, you know, you never know in this environment. You just, you never Ever, ever, ever know. All right, three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. It's the top of the hour. We're gonna step out. Part one of Mariana Music's Corner is coming up next, and we'll be right back after this. Thank you so much for being a part of what we do every Sunday. It's the serious side. Once again, three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. We'll be right back uh, after this. Oh, 
Once upon a time, in a place called Mzansi, the people love driving cars everywhere. They use lots and lots of electricity and chop down many trees for firewood. And then a very strange thing happened. The weather began to change. In some places there were droughts where before there was rain. In other places the rivers flooded. The grown-ups realized they were contributing to the strange weather. They discovered if they used clean energy and less electricity, they could save Mzansi for their children. What happened then? How the story unfolds is up to each and every one of us. Switch off, recycle, change. Help save tomorrow, today. Online radio at its best. I just look at like when when it comes to when it comes to parents and kids, th- this is going to be a real war. It is, man. It is going to be a war because kids want to be loyal to their parents, and the problem is money is involved, and this money can change your parents' life, right? Yeah. And they're going to use you to do it. And I'm telling every kid, I don't care who your parent is, right. I really don't, you know, at this point, F them, um, <laughs> if they don't agree with this. <laughs> Be careful of the agreements you sign right. that's coming from your parents. Right. Right? When you turn 18, make sure you have a lawyer involved before you write anything down because now parents are, because you can get paid, you're making mm-hmm. you sign promissory notes. Welcome back in, 347 It's six minutes after the hour. You're listening to the serious side. For a beautiful Sunday, hopefully the weather is great in your neighborhood. Thank you so much for being a part of this. That was former Wizard Guard uh, Gilbert Marinas uh, talking about he's giving advice to young ballplayers who are entering the NBA saying that, you know, pretty much – Beware of your parents. Don't give your parents, you know, when your parents want something, you have to kind of hesitate from buying your parents a new house and a new car because now the fact that you made it, they feel that, you know, they made it with you. And I just thought that those remarks were so disrespectful. And I just wanted to get people's opinion on it. So, Vanessa, as a parent, you know, I know, that when your kids are growing up, especially if you have a kid that's active in sports, you know, you're spending money trying to get to them where they have to go. You're sacrificing your personal life to make sure they have the things that they need so they can excel in this sport. And so when your kids, if your kid is one of the lucky ones and they make it to the next level, why the hell? Well, let me ask you a question. Let me just stop. Here's my question to you. If your kid makes it to the next level and they are a multi-millionaire, do you expect your child to buy your new house, buy your new car, and take care of you for the rest of your days? No. No. Bobby and I don't. And we have this, we actually do have that conversation um, Our daughter does okay. We never ask anything of her or from her. 
Only thing I ask her to do is take care of my dog when I travel. <laughs> That's the only thing I ask her to do for me is to take care of the dog so that the dog health care won't cost me a fortune. But let me say this. Last night at my sister's house, one of the, her, God, her granddaughter is very, very athletic, Jay, like your daughter, really, really good in two and three sports, volleyball, basketball, shooting hoops. Last night the coach called and said, guess what, y'all are going to be in the Baytown newspaper. And so she was, like, calling the hair lady to get her hair done. They had to go take her to the beauty supply last night at 7 o'clock before they closed to go get some hair to have the girl put in her head this morning so that they could go take pictures this evening. So the daddy was saying, this child is costing me a fortune. That's exactly what he said. He said, but I want her to grow up, get her scholarship like her other sister so that they can pay for the baby sister, which makes sense to me. He didn't say take care of me and the mama. He said help the baby sister to go to college. So you know what? A lot of people know are trying to help their children, like what you said, Jay. Go to all of these sporting events out of town and stuff. You know, Jay, they don't expect anything for themselves, but they might expect something to maybe help the other sibling along the way. But people should not expect. If your child want to pay your house off or buy you a new car, but don't expect it. And so I don't expect anything from my daughter other than to take care of my dog. <laughs> wow, that's that's a, that's an interesting answer. Mr. Elias, I'll pose the same question to you, you know, because um, like Vanessa said, you know, anytime, I, anytime my daughter has an AAU basketball tournament, that's $800 every weekend. And in the summer, it's almost every weekend. So you're spending money, you're, you know, you're buying shoes, you're doing all these different things. And at the end of the day, you know, if your child becomes a multimillionaire with a, you know, $100 million contract, do you expect your child to say, hey, you know what, all the things I've watched you struggle, all the things – that uh, that you've gone through, mom or dad, for my sacrifice, I'm going to take care of you. You never have to work again. Do you sh- Should the parents expect that? What's your thoughts on that, Mr. Elias? I don't, think you, I, I don't think you should expect it, but if you raised your kids right and made all the sacrifices, I think the kid automatically do it. Honestly, I believe that. But if, you, if you're looking at it from Gilbert and Williams' eyes, and, and, if you, and if you should, God rest his soul, ask Gary Coleman about his parents where they took all of his money, and he was penniless when he died because they took all his money because he left, they left it in his, the parents' hands. I, I, I get what Gilbert Arenas is saying, but I have a partner, you know, you, his son is in the NBA, and he got a multi-million-dollar yep. contract. Bought his parents, whatever they did. His parents never had to worry about another thing in life. Never. Bought him a new yeah, house, but he was car, also a, he was a, Yeah, he was an NBA baller, too, though. So it's not like he wasn't, you know. Okay. He's not like you his son. That. Don't get me wrong. But but still, I mean, he played, what, 19? How many years did, did Winston play? Like, I think he played, what, 15 years or something like that in the NBA? 15 years. 15 years. Yeah. He, you know. And But, but hey, he, he didn't have it. Trust me. He didn't have no money. He had no one whatsoever. Okay, you'd have to do that, but okay. <laughs> I was trying not to go there, but fine. I guess people yeah, can yeah. Google it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, because the first wife took it. She took it for everything he had. 
Hey man, hey man, stop. See, this is too much, Mr. Elliot. <laughs> this is too much. Okay, we get it. I never said. I never said. I never said a name. You did. I did. But once I, but once I said his name, you should have stopped. You should have. All this no, stuff came after I said, said his, his name. name. You should have never well, said you, his you name. But oh, and, and you brought ahead. up the fact that he you, you brought up the fact that he was in the NBA and he had it. No, he didn't. But his his son I this what his what his son did his thing, man. His son was his son got his contract, bought him brought him houses, yeah. bought him cars, bought him all this stuff. And you know Yeah. And and I did it. But but you know, but your your parents can, it depends on the parents. I gotta say every every situation is different. Because there there has been actors who have and trusted their kid actors with and trusted their parents with their money, and they're broke. They ended up broke okay. in life. Okay, well, let me say and, this. And because their, parents, that... their parents made all kinds of sacrifices for them to get to that point. But you shouldn't take all your kids' money because you made them sacrifice. Okay, well, well, I agree with that. But 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 here, but wait a minute now. <laughs> see, that's one part of the clip. He's pretty much telling players, hey, don't be buying your parents' money and stuff like that. Don't be buying them new houses and stuff like that. That's your money. You made it. That's the kind of message that he's conveying to these people. You know, not the whole business side of it, because, look, I get it. If your parents, if your parents, you know, if they're not a financial advisor or planner and if they don't know that type of stuff, then, yeah, you, you go get somebody that knows how to handle that stuff. But a lot of times, go to their parents because they're like, look, my parents are going to look out for what's happening with me. And you have exceptions, you know, for every Gary Coleman situation, you could probably find parents who, you know, done the right thing by their kids. But to sit here and tell your child, tell people, hey, don't be buying your parents, you know, but, you know, you made it, they act like they made it. What? What? Well, they have. Uh, what, what you well, make yeah. They have. They said, Jay, let me tell you they said, what, what, what? <laughs> yeah, well, but, you know, look, 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 at right look at Kobe Bryant. Look at Kobe Bryant. You know, he had that much money, and he really didn't do nothing for his family. He, he yeah, looked out for his family at first. But no, 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 wait, wait, yeah. uh-uh. Kobe Bryant yeah. sent his sisters to college. One of his mm-hmm. sisters was a chef in Las mm-hmm. Vegas yeah, at a big hotel yeah. on the Strip, and another one did something else. He told them, I said, when he died, I did a lot of research reading up on this boy. He told his sisters, I'm not going to spoil you and do stuff for you. I will pay for your education, and I will help you to be situated once you graduate, and after that, you're on your own. That's exactly what he did. So he didn't leave well, them but- stuck out last. He, but he didn't well, buy them infinities at the age of teen either. He helped them to go and get an education so that they could take care of themselves. Because guess what? If you don't teach your child how to take care of themselves, when they get to a point they got this money and all of this stuff, they're going to blow it. They don't know what to do with it. Then why they're was the parents selling his memorabilia? He stopped him in the middle of selling his memorabilia. Yeah, he well, did. That, and he that, that, his that, that, did him wrong. His, that, his parents that, did him yeah. wrong. Yeah, I, I, I'm okay. I mean, look, at the end of the day, but once again, his dad played in the NBA too. I, I get what you're saying. I understand that. I mean, you know, Kobe Bryant, you know, it's like a lot of people. A lot of people say, look, I'm not going to give you much. If I hit the lottery for $100 million, I'm not going to give you $2 million. You come to me with a plan, I'm going to support what you're going to do to feed yourself. So if you want to start a right. business, I got you. You know, if you want to do this, right. I got you. 
you know, now me, I'm a little different. You know, <laughs> exactly. my, my thing is, exactly. if I hit it, no, if I hit it for a hundred million dollars, you know, my close knit folks are gonna get some money. And what you do with it yeah. is your business. I just think but they that can't it. I'm looking at his T-shirt right now because his anniversary is coming up. That's, that's, that's a lie. They should expect it. I I, I wish one of one of you two <laughs> Negroes do hit hit it for a hundred million dollars. Y'all don't throw me something off. I will be looking for y'all for the rest of my life. Vanessa, <laughs> you on the cruise boat? You'll see a guy walking around with a big old fake mustache and the, the glasses but, but, with the but, fake but, nose. Who does that do? Say, when you talk about a family member hitting, okay, I don't. Let me tell you something. Let, let, let me repeat it. I want everybody. Stop, Vanessa. Stop. Stop. I want everybody on this show with their mom within our voice to listen. If one of these two Negroes hit it for a hundred million dollars, and if I'm not rich the next day, I promise you that the serious side will be broadcast from jail. I'm coming after That's both of y'all. Question. I don't want to hear. Are you talking about a sibling? Or are you talking about your children? No, listen. Well, my kids too. Let my let let my let one of my kids get rich. I mean, just get filthy rich, and don't tell myself, "Hey, Dad, you know, uh, you know, hey, Dad, I'll buy your car." If what? If you raise them right, uh, they're gonna take care of you regardless. You don't have to. Oh uh, hell, to the no, Bobby. It's a whole man. Thing. You don't have to. Yeah, get by my bodyguards, man. Get by my bodyguards. what now? Well, I tell you yeah, what, then we might as well put it out there right now. Let me tell you something, y'all. If Mr. Elias hits a hundred thousand, if he gets a hundred million dollars and he end up floating in the river, come look for me because I'm the one who did it. I'm coming after him. Is that joke gonna break down oh, me right now? You put that I'm out coming. There, don't. don't put I don't that care. If, if we go my on a cruise, body, Vanessa, if, hey, hey, let me tell you something. Let me well, we're we gonna find out. <laughs> well, well, well. Let's we'll find out. Okay, we'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. Okay, okay. We gonna find out. I don't want to hear. I, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. If one of y'all hit it, because I know dang well if I got it, everybody, all my all my family, y'all in. It, we, it, there's no there's no ooh. I'm, no 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 no. Honey, if I walk away with a hundred million dollars. Oh man, here what you want? Two million, three million is yours. You do your thing. Because if I made it, you made it. Because that shows you that's, that's how much I care about you. <laughs> well, well, I tell you what, don't go on no cruise with me. You gonna be missing uh, the sea. Like, look, yeah, I'll throw your ass over. If I got that much money, we ain't friends no more. <laughs> okay. Oh, I tell you what, you better you better you better move to another planet because as long as I got breath in me, I'ma find your ass, and when I find you, it's gonna be death until death do us part. I'm gonna tell you right now. Somebody dying. Okay, all right. Well, we're gonna find out. Wherever, folks, you heard it. You heard it right here up there. I will get them. I'm telling you. I promise you, I will come and get them. Listen, don't put that out there. Yes, I am putting it out there. I, I, let, let, ooh, ooh, I just can't even think about it. But but what but what Gilbert Arenas is saying, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous I, to tell, to tell kids not to take care of their parents. Come on, man. I cannot. Man, Stop my it. Mother, my, my mother and my brothers are just taking care of man. Come on now. You know. Well, you know, come on. Like, you know. and, and, and to say, well, you know, you made it. They think they made it. Wait a minute. How the hell did you get here? How, how, how did you, you know, we working four or five jobs so you can have your dream. You ain't got to worry about, hey, you stay in school, do your thing, and you don't tell me we made it? 
there's an investment that was involved in bringing you around there, sir. Parents sacrifice their time. Now, I agree you don't want the Gary Coleman effect going on. Make sure you do the right thing when it comes to that. But to sit here and tell people not to buy their parents a house and because those expenses, you know, because there's expenses that you got to take care of. And so when you were from 1 to 18 or 19 or to 20-something or however old you were, when you were finally able to take care of yourself, pay your parents back all that money. Get on out of here with this nonsense. Stop it. You got me hot. You got me hot under the collar. But that's, I don't expect nothing from my dog. Okay. All right. I'm not gonna say the same thing. But Let no, no, my kids wait. Hit. But it's what, what? that said, Jay. It's just what he said. I, I would like for my daughter I, to do something nice for me, but it's not. I shouldn't have to even expect it because if you have done right by your child, that's right. Your child that's will right. Do right by you. You don't well, have you to go. expect it because they're gonna well, do it. Well, okay. Well, see, I like the way you put a spin on that, but I'm, I promise you. All I heard was bodyguards. Mr. Elias saying I wasn't going to get close to his bodyguards. I didn't hear anything else he said. Once he said that, you know. You know, once he said you, that, know, I, you know, what? y'all, let me let y'all know just so y'all don't know. Les and Jay are closer than some biological blood drawing brother from the same mama and dad. Don't y'all That's a lie. We know, that's fake news, Vanessa. That's fake news, Vanessa. That's fake news. I don't like them. They are thick as thieves, y'all. That's fake news. That's fake news, Vanessa. I wonder why Mr. Elliott has been on his show lately. I know he's traveling with Tony Woods, but hey, man, he usually called in to say something. He ain't called in in weeks. I tell you what, they won't even hear that because there will be no show because my behind would be on a hunt. You know, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Where in the world is Mr. Elias? That would be me. I'll be out looking for your ass, and when I find you, it's going to be trouble. It's going to be some furniture moving. I'm going to pin your head to the white feet. We'll be right back. My body got it. I'm going to get that close and tell you about Yeah, whatever. All right, we'll find out. This to be continued. Back after this. <laughs> Online radio at its best.
In 13,200,000. Odds of being struck by lightning, 1 in 576,000. Odds of dating a supermodel, 1 in 88,000. Odds of bowling a perfect game, 1 in 11,500. Odds of being trapped in an elevator, 1 in 24,528. Odds of catching a ball at a major league game, 1 in 563. Odds of an injury from shaving, 1 in 6,585. Odds of tripping while texting, 1 in 10. Odds of getting cancer in your lifetime, 1 in 2 men, 1 in 3 women. It's up to us to change the odds for our generation. For the ones we love. For our future. If you don't like the odds, stand up. Stand up to cancer. Online radio at its best. <laughs> Welcome back in. 347-850-1272 is the call-in number. It is uh, 27 minutes after the hour, and uh, during the break, I was pulling down messages to read during the past the Steve's segment of the show. And uh, <laughs> needless to say, there will be some colorful comments coming up <laughs> during that segment. Welcome in, folks. Uh, you know what time it is. It's time to say good morning to my family. Who's going to bless me if they get blessed? My big sister's in the house, Miss Vanessa Maybelli from the McInnelly. Good morning, Vanessa. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Don't tell Miss Nicky and Good morning, Liz. Yeah, whatever. Stop fake lies. That's fake news. Thank you, Vanessa. Whatever. All right. Uh, the man against the first <laughs> That's work here on the serious side, the one and only Mr. L to the E to the S. What's going on, man? Good morning, sir. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning to you. And Vanessa, like Michael Jackson told Paul McCartney, you keep dreaming. Uh, good morning, Nessa. Uh, good morning, big sister. Uh, good morning, Rodelia. Uh, good morning, Momo B. Good morning, Kathleen. 
And good morning, uh, Mary the Music. And Mary the Music, that first yeah. song was Go Baby by Cleo Soul. And the last song like was that. Good and Plenty by Alexis Isley. They uh, go and Jack Dad. And good morning, my brother Huff. And good morning, my brother Jerome. <laughs> but tell us, can we say hello to some people with the world famous chat? If we have any participants there, sir. Oh, yeah, Kavita Man is in there with us. Oh, man. Kavita Man. Kavita Man. Kavita Man, my boy. I want to say what's up to the pastor. The pastor, peace and blessings to you, my brother. Uh, Angela's in the house. Uh, We have, I can't pronounce this, but uh, hello to you. I can't pronounce. I don't want to butcher your name. Hello to you. Hello to so many people listening. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Once again, 347-850-1272 is the number. Now, Vanessa... Give us a little bit. We got a little bit of time here. We got about yeah, about three minutes left. You know, tell us. You know, talk to us about your last cruise because you weren't here at the beginning of the show. You know, we always give you an opportunity to talk about your travels because so many people live vicariously through you. So, in three minutes or less, Vanessa, can you break it down for us? Uh, we did a Halloween cruise. It was a five-day cruise out of Galveston. Don't particularly like the ship or the crowd that's on the ship, but it is a, bit, a really, really fun cruise because it was at least a 1,000 people walking around on Halloween and costumes like you would not believe, like Scooby-Doo and Daphne and the guy who drove the band and some lady walked around like she was free. But let me tell y'all who won the costume contest out of all of the people that was on the cruise ship, the color purple, the people who were dressed in a group like the color purple won the contest. The second runner-up was Hugh Hefner with uh, Playboy Bunny from the age of 21 to 85. So can y'all imagine walking around in bunny costumes at that age? And then they had Hugh, and then they had bodyguards. So that was first place was color purple, and second place was Hugh Hefner. And I tell you, it was a 1,000 people walking around, but it was probably 500 to 800 uh, out on the Lido deck the pool area during the contest. I haven't had a chance to post the pictures. I've only been home about three days. So I am going to get them posted before I get on the next ship. But anyway, so yeah, it was a great, it was a great cruise. It's just a wild crowd on the ship, walking around in songs and all that kind of stuff, which might be some people, but not me. So it was great. It was, uh, I love cruising. Uh, we're going to go to San Diego, still week in the timeshare. Yeah. like the timeshare y'all stayed in. You know, the one y'all stayed in with me gonna look like that but it's on a lake it's in san diego we're gonna leave there after five days go jump on a cruise for three days that's free and my friend helen and her husband harrison my republican really really good friends are going and they're going to stay a week with us so that's going to be interesting to stay in the same house with republicans for a week yeah yeah well you know some people have accused you of being a borderline or undercover republican but something like that right? I know as you long don't. as I, I go in and I press Democrat, they need to leave me alone and get out of my life and stop being jealous. Hello. <laughs> Goodbye. All right. Thank you, Vanessa, so much for that update. Uh, All right. We have one more topic to discuss, and uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Online radio at its best. Former President Trump is facing a new type of legal challenge. Six voters in Colorado filing a lawsuit Wednesday seeking to remove him from the state's election ballots. The suit says in part, quote, four years after taking an oath to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution as President of the United States. 
Okay, I don't know what happened, but uh, yeah. So there you go. Uh, so two states are proposing uh, an amendment to have Donald Trump removed from their ballot. And so when you think about it, and I and I was reading something about this the other day. It says, listen, this is just one of the these are this is just a rule. This is not anyone's impression. This is not someone's opinion. This is a rule. If you engage in acts against the federal government, like, I don't know, maybe what happened on January 6th, you know, an insurrection, maybe that falls under that category, that you're not eligible to run for any public office. And this rule is as ironclad as the rule that only allows a president to run for two terms. So my question is, why do they have to go to court to enforce something that's written in the Constitution? See, that's the part that always gets me is that, you know, there are some rules and stuff that are written. It's, it's cut and dry. Now, did they say, well, the reason why, you know, we're going to go to court and See, can we have a remove from the ballot is because, you know, he really wasn't convicted of the insurrection. You know, he, he stop it. This is the part, Mr. Elias, that pisses me off. Common sense. He was upset because he couldn't go to the to the Capitol with the with the rioters. Then his secret service people told him, No, you can't go, sir. What are you doing? He was pissed off. But he was the ring leader. He was the guy. He was the one that was giving marching orders. When you go back and look at some of the testimony of some of these people who were convicted, they say, well, the reason we went to the Capitol is because the president told us to go. Now, I, I don't know what country or land or what language you speak, but if someone says that, hey, my leader told me to go, uh, what's going on? What you talking about, Willis? How difficult is it? Your thoughts, Mr. Elias? Well, you know what, man? Here, here, here's the, 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 when I watched some of the, uh, this trial on C-SPAN, they were saying that he did not incite the riot. He didn't do anything to incite it. Uh, matter of fact, he, he used the word peace and go there peacefully at the end of his speech. So this, this, this is the game that they're going to play, man. And anybody who reads the dictionary would tell you, an insurrection is you trying to overthrow the government, which is what he, what his, what his people were trying to do was overthrow the government. So that was an insurrection. So for some of those people who says it's not an insurrection, it's not this, it's not that. That's the reason they're trying to fight this in court. So the bottom line, if, and here's another thing: while other states won't come on board with this, because if you throw him off of this, off the ballot, there's going to be rioting everywhere. So a lot of states are scared of that. You know, Vanessa, but once again, this is written. This is, you know, it's like, hey, to be president of this country, you have to be born in this country, right? I mean, I mean, there's no, that's like someone coming in from Germany and, and want to run for president. I mean, he's disqualified. He or she is disqualified based on the basic criteria. This is a criteria. You can't run for public office if you lead an insurrection against the, the, the country in which you're trying to lead. 
doesn't even make any sense. Come on. I agree with what Les said, that some of them are just afraid as to what will happen in those states should they do that. Jay, regardless of what any of us think, people love Donald Trump. They love what he um, what he stands for. They um, this was their opportunity to say what they thought about all kind of minorities and all kind of situations. And people want him in office. And I don't even understand how his name can be on a ballot. How can he run with all of these charges and things against him? But once again, what less than I say mm-hmm. is everything bounces off of him. So I don't get it sick of him and I'm so sick of his name that I just don't even turn on to listen to all of it like I used to just be glued to the TV as to what they're saying. Now it's just like what else? Because it bounces off of those trunks. And so for the daughter, let's talk about her for a minute. For her not to have to possibly testify is ridiculous because she was one of the people that was over some of the money why he was even and, and some of the things he was oh, doing. Oh, she's, she's testifying. She's testifying. That's what her. Uh, yeah, yeah, she has to testify. It, uh, yeah, it was a uh, turned down. Yeah, she filed. She filed for 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 those who may not know. She Ivanka Trump filed an appeal not to testify, but it was shot down. So she has to testify. I think on Tuesday. He testifies on Monday, and she testifies on Tuesday. So you know, or vice just, versa. Yeah, but you know what? It's just it's crazy to me. That's all crazy to me. And they're just not going to touch me. I'd run my blood pressure up because the country is stupid and letting this kind of stuff happen. So I just, I, 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 I pay attention. I listen to it. I want to be able to talk on it. So that's one of the reasons, or speak on it. That's one of the reasons why I make sure that I pay attention. But stuff bounces off of Trump. It just does. And I'm, I'm, I, I, Ask the question again. Vanessa, do you think that Donald Trump going to spend a day? Ask me today, and I'm going to tell you, I think he's going to spend 24 hours with a computer and a TV or whatever. Didn't I tell you that? Okay. To that. Well, well, I think those answers, you know, I'm not asking those questions anymore because you guys have kind of been, you know, a little bit you were kind of fluctuating a little bit, but you guys are dug in. I mean, the last six times I've asked that question, all the answers have been the same. So I'm the only one that says this guy is going to jail. And I'm the one, only one that says he's going to spend time in jail. You guys don't think so? That's fine. I just don't see how he gets away with it, you know? I mean, but at the end of the day, when I say that, you know, we're talking about, you know, this rule that says you can't run for office if, you know, you try to overturn the government. And yet still, only two states, uh, you know, are in court in regards to this. <laughs> and, and you know Texas ain't one of them. Of course not. Of course not. It's <laughs> these people are grown with kids, and, and and the way they act is something that's just un- unbelievable. But I guess I don't know why I'm shocked because criminals doesn't matter whether you're a criminal that's carrying a gun or a criminal that's carrying a freaking uh, Bible or a criminal that's carrying a uh, a pen from Congress. Criminals are criminals. Doesn't matter. So, I mean, because you hold an office don't mean that, you know, you're not, you know, that you're not corrupt and, and all these other things. Why, why am I surprised by this? I mean, this is ridiculous. 
It's ridiculous that we're having these conversations. It's ridiculous that every week we get on this show and talk about the nonsense that goes on and the hypocrisy that goes on with our government. It's crazy. These are common sense issues. Not long ago, in the land far away, you know, Republicans and Democrats would come together and say, hey, you know what, like the Richard Nixon situation, Republicans walked in and said, hey, hey, dude, the gig is up. The gig is up. You got to, you got to resign. Mm-hmm. You got to go. You got to go. I mean, there's just some things that we just can't protect you from. But not, not now. Like, hey, you know, whatever. And the fact that, you know, you talked about Mike Pence, and you asked us, were we surprised? I'm not surprised that he's, that, that, that he's no longer in the race. What I'm surprised by is that the evangelicals still support Trump. Now, they're supposed to be the religious arm of the Republican Party. This is a man who has cheated on his wife, who's paid a porn star, talked about grabbing women by the coochie moochies, all of this stuff, and they still stole support Stole the money from kids with cancer. Stole money from his yes. charity that helped the kids with cancer. Let's talk about that. Oh, well, he's, he's stealing money from his... He might not go to jail, but he's going to try and go to hell with that. And if not, his children are going to receive the sins of the father. Let's money. talk about that. He is stealing money from his... He's stealing money from his supporters. That's not a, that's not a news flash. But what's crazy is that here's a man in Pence who calls his, his, his wife's mother and, and, you know, he's praying and all this other stuff. And this guy, even though I cannot stand his policies, there's nothing on Mike Pence that said he's, you know, sneaked and cheated and did all these other things. But the folks that he, community that he's a part of supports this devil. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Come on, man. They're going to keep supporting him. Come on. They're going to keep supporting him. You act like that's something new, man. They're going to keep no, supporting just, this guy. Well, it, it just kind of goes back to these fair-weather Christians, man. You want to support this guy? This guy has committed adultery against his wife on numerous occasions? Come out grabbing women by the coochie-loochies? And you you going to still support this dude? And then you're gonna to go to court. You're gonna to go to uh, Sunday school on Sunday. Oh man! Stop it! You are retarded! Oh my God! Stop this! Uh, when is the when, when is the lunacy gonna stop? Are you kidding? It never is. It's never going to stop. My oh, brother, this, this, is, this, is, me. this is the way of the world, man. This is the way of the world. Oh. It's never going to stop. This, this guy's a cultish leader. He's in charge of a cult, and these people don't care. They can care less. Yeah, like this dude is Jesus. They, they, that he for for some of them he is. For some of them he is crazy. This is this is crazy, man. This is crazy talk. This is crazy people talk. This dude, Donald J. Trump. I guess the J stands for Jesus, I guess, because I'm lost. I'm confused. Uh-uh. Don't you attach Jesus' name with that man? No. Evangelicals must think he walks on water okay. and he, you know, he, he breaks bread. They have to answer to, Jay. Jay. Huh? They have to Say what? answer to, 
they have some stuff to answer for, Joey. Just don't make sure you don't have some stuff to answer for. You better try to leave. Look that here, man let me tell you something. There's only, there's, there's only there's only one. Hey, look here, there's only one Jesus in my book. It ain't no dang on Donald Trump. That's for damn sure. And for these people who continue to sit here and put this man on the pedestal, who continue to sit here and worship this man, this man don't give two, you know, what's about you. Which, okay. look, look. He's never going to. He got caught on tape. He got caught on tape saying, I don't want to shake their filthy hands. These are his supporters. Said, I don't want to shake their, I want to shake their filthy hands. But guess what? That's the same hand that's going to press send to send you money or sign checks over to you. I mean, this this, this is crazy. How many? How can so many people be so stupid? A cult, you know? Okay, yeah, you have cults. I give you that, but you don't have like you don't you don't have seventy two million cults members of a cult. That's crazy. That's how many people voted for this idiot? Over seventy million. Look, look at that documentary called QAnon. Look at the documentary called QAnon, and you'll understand it. They, they think Donald oh, Trump was sent here by God. That's what QAnon, oh, they, oh. Believe Donald, they believe he was sent here by God. Mm-hmm. But which God? The God that's upstairs or the God that's downstairs? Downstairs. Okay. Mm-hmm. They believe okay, Donald Trump was sent here by God. <laughs> to do what? To to lead us. They believe no, that. to lead them. Oh, is that what you think? Fine. I tell you, man. This stuff is hilarious. It, it really is. It, it, you have to laugh because if you don't laugh, you go pick up something and go shoot somebody. This is crazy. This is nuts, man. I, I just, I've never, I've never thought in a million years that I would see this country and this state. You always had crazy people. Look at the, the Speaker of the House. This guy was an election denier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's the Speaker of the House. He was an election denier. He didn't think that Joe Biden was legitimate president. This guy is the Speaker of the House. He is third in line to the presidency. And in this environment, with all these crazy folks out there, you never know. I mean, this is crazy, man. Mm-hmm. My yeah. country, tears of sweet land of us. Mm-hmm. You know, someone asked me the other day, I was at my daughter's basketball game, and the guy was, you know, he was a couple of rows down. He looked up, and, and I was just standing up. He was like, yeah. He said, hey, man, aren't you uh Aren't you a former service member? I was like, yeah. I'm looking at this. like, yeah. He said, well, you don't put your hand over your heart. I'm like, nope. <laughs> he kind of looked at me like, you know, like he was expecting me to elaborate on it. Nope. And he was like, oh, okay. He just turned around. For what? Put my hand yeah. over my heart to pledge allegiance to what? To what's that? If I pledge allegiance to what's going on in Congress? Are you kidding me? I'm not pledging allegiance to that nonsense. I'm not standing up and and I don't care if I served or not. I'm not putting my hand over my heart. Just read, just you know, keep. I can't you know, believe they need to that see. you don't put your hand over your heart. I don't. <laughs> I can't mm. believe that. And y'all want to well, talk about me hanging out with Republicans? How dare y'all? Whatever. 
Mm. Yeah, whatever back at you. I'm not. Because you know what? Just keep let, let them sing the whole sing the whole Star Spangled Banner, and then you come back and talk mm. to me after that. Mm. Sing all the verses. Right. Put my uh, hand on my, uh, over my heart for that nonsense. Okay. Everybody's yeah, right. got their reasons why they do stuff, and I ain't knocking you with it. I'm just surprised. Yeah, it sounds I like you're knocking me. I'm surprised. That's what it sounds like. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back after this. In northwestern Nepal, thousands of villagers in mountainous areas slept outside in biting cold weather. After a late Friday earthquake erupted in the area, 157 people are known dead. Survivors huddled under makeshift shelters using plastic and old clothes to stay warm. They've not been able to retrieve belongings from collapsed and damaged homes. Nepal's government says it's trying to get help to them. The gay games are being held in Hong Kong this year, and they kicked off this weekend despite opposition from lawmakers in the region. NPR's Emily Fang looks into why. The opposition over the gay games has highlighted the tension between Hong Kong's former status as a freewheeling city-state and Beijing's growing influence. This is the first time the gay games will be held in Asia. The gathers of 2,400 athletes from all over the world, while concurrent matches will be held in Guadalajara, Mexico. The games in Hong Kong were opposed by prominently pro-Beijing Hong Kong lawmakers. Lawmaker Junius Ho argued gay games violated national security laws by promoting same-sex marriage. And he warned Hong Kong's chief executive that there were, quote, bad ideologies infiltrating Hong Kong via the games. Emily Fang, NPR News. William Lewis has been named the new chief executive and publisher of the Washington Post. Lewis is a former Dow Jones chief executive and publisher of the Wall Street Journal. The Post is projected to lose $100 million this year. Executives are offering buyouts to reduce employee numbers by 10%. I'm Luis Schiavone, NPR News, Washington. This message comes from NPR sponsor, ATV, proud to present Our Texas, Our Future Films an original docuseries celebrating Texas' diverse native wildlife, breathtaking state parks, and the Texans working hard to help protect them. Stream now at OurTexasOurFuture.com. Up first achieves the rare one-two punches of being short and thorough, national and international, fact-based and personable. Every morning, we take the three biggest stories of the day and explain why they matter. And we do it all in less than 15 minutes. You can start your day a little more in the know than when you went to sleep. Listen now to the Up First podcast from NPR. All right, welcome back in. 347-850-1272. It's time for State Your Case. Past the Stevie State Your Case where we read comments from the world-famous chat room and from social media sites that we monitor throughout the course of the show. Mr. Elias, man, do you have anything from the one and only Mr. Kamina Man? No, I do not, sir. Oh, Kavita was silent this morning. Okay, good. I'll read some. All right, so I have, of course, the founder, the name, the guy who's in charge, the guy who we named this segment after, Pastor Steve, with peace and blessings, family. I pray that this message finds each of you and your families well. He says, money is the root of all evil, and that fact was on full display during that segment. <laughs> I haven't laughed so hard. You all are the best. Thank you, Pastor. You're right. Money is the root of all evil, but I stand by what I said. If you're just tuning in, if Mr. Elias and Vanessa hit the lottery for millions of dollars, over $100 million, and if I don't get a cut, 
I'm gonna track them both down, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna freaking kill them like a fish. Yeah. See you later. Wouldn't want to see it. Okay. Now, okay. Okay. We're gonna find out. Don't play. All right. Let's There's see. Angela. I could spend a hundred million, so I would, I would break off something. Maybe pay off one of them cars. Uh, no, 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 no. You can, no, 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 no. Hell no. I can do that. No. It needs to be something life changing. Hell no. Hell no. Uh-huh. I, 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 I pay off your car. Get your head off my damn car. No, 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 no. It's going to be life changing. I'm going to be out your life. It's going to be real life changing. I don't think you're life you know what we'll do? You know what? I'll call you after this is over with and tell you how I really feel about your sorry self. <laughs> Angela, Angela W. from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. She says, y'all are crazy. I'm with Jay. There you go, girl. She says, get him. There you go, Angela. That's right. That is right, Angie. High fives and fist bumps to you, baby. Let's see. Brian from Dallas. Good morning. I'm sitting here listening to your show with my son. Who turned to me and said, Dad, I got you if I make it. And he went on to say that this dude is being disrespectful. Talking about the comments that uh, Gilbert Arenas made saying that, you know, if you are a young millionaire that makes $100 million a year, that you shouldn't be buying your parents no house or no car. He sounds like a fool. All right, let me read one more. Uh, <laughs> okay, this one's from Versace. That ain't your name. From Miami, Florida. This is I'm a first time listener and I love this content. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Versace. But that ain't your damn name. Uh our rule around here is you gotta give us your name. Versace is not your damn name. Didn't your parents did not name you no damn Versace? You stop this nonsense right now. Versace. That's like your parents naming you delicious. That ain't his name. How many people you know that's named Versace? Yeah, stop. It's not Versace. Versace, uh, that's not your name. All right? This stop. It's not your name. And you know what time it is. Online radio at its best. All right, folks. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our family. M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. It is time for our final thoughts. And my big sis is up first. This is Vanessa Mae Belly from the McAnally Final Thoughts. Well, get out and vote. Get out and vote. Get out and vote. I miss y'all. I love y'all. Les, I hope you come to see us soon so we can go eat. And uh, I just want y'all to go vote. I don't have anything else to say other than I'm looking across the street at my daughter's house. And she ain't got to really do nothing for me with baby shit. She can take care of me out there and ran through all my money. Uh, other than that, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> other than that, I'm good. Just yeah. take care of my dog. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I love you too. Don't hit it. Don't hit a hundred million dollars. Don't give me none. Then that love is gonna be on full display. It's gonna turn from love to hatred. I just wanna let you know that. Thank you Shut very up. much. I love you. All right. And we're gonna get the first and last from the serious side. The one and only Mr. L to the E to the S. Man, final thoughts. Look, folks, get out and vote. I, I, I practice what I preach, man. I, I vote in every election. If I'm not going to be here, I early vote. So, folks, get out and vote if you don't have a vote. If you don't go out, you don't go out and vote, you don't have a voice. And on a side note, if I hit $100 million, hey, Jay, lose my number. <laughs> 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 All 
well, I, I'm not. Let, let me rephrase that. If I had $100 million, you won't have my number. Yeah, there we go. Ta-da. <laughs> Pastor Steve, you said money is the root of all evil. And nothing but evil <laughs> thoughts are going through my mind right now. You are correct, sir. Because I'm trying to think of how many ways I can, you know, do do this harm to this dude. So anyway, thank you, Mr. Elias, for those just unwelcome comments. All right, my final thoughts are, you know, once again, uh, like everyone said, get out and vote. Uh, we, we appreciate you. We really do. Uh, you could be doing better things with your time, but you spend your time with us. And so it doesn't really matter whether you listen to us live or if you listen to us via Memrex. We don't care as long as you get some of this good old loving from us because we love you. We love you more than you'll ever know. And you continue to support the show. And we continue to support you. That's the reason why I get up at old dark 30 and start producing the show. You know why? Because I love you. But like we said, now it's time to say goodbye to all our family, M-O-M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-C. So from all of us here on The Serious Side, we love you. Can't wait to talk to you next week. It's just a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And uh, for the record, like I said before, what? what? I won't, I won't be here next week. I'll be uh, on the road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do, do you think that's something you should have shared? I, I, this, okay. Anyway, yeah, see, this is what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about, folks. Very uh, that ain't their business. Just, Why are you bringing it up joke. on the show? What if it was oh, a joke, joke. So, uh, uh, Never mind. You, you, just oh, wow. don't, you don't get jokes. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got me. Because I said if yeah, I, I, I leave, I yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let me just jump on that, too, because if uh, you leave next week because of that, I won't be here either. There will be no more show because I'll be in jail. So, Mr. Elias, if it's Sunday, we're talking serious stuff. What time is it, my friend? <laughs> it's time for the serious side of the Jay Brown show. <laughs> so, for Vanessa, Mr. Elias, and my man, Jerome Spree, we'll see you next week. And remember, if it is Sunday, we're talking serious stuff. It is the serious side. God bless. Be safe. See you next Sunday. Thank you.